0: Oh god, do we have a cold open?
1: But uh, so, what are you guys most excited about for our trip to Nebraska this weekend? The corn, <laughs> corn, yeah, corn.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sure. I mean, I'm not a big corn person. But I like cornbread. I like popcorn. What do you this mean? you're be not a great a
1: trip. Big corn person. What does that mean? I don't eat corn. Oh my god. So okay. Well, hopefully Nebraska fans are not listening because we would if somebody offers us corn at the Nebraska game. You know, before in the I'll parking put it in the lot microwave. or whatever
0: and assume it pops i
2: think that's how that
1: works are you bringing a microwave to the nebraska tailgate
2: are you not i haven't looked at the bag policy yet but i'm gonna go ahead and assume that microwave is not on the bag policy
0: Will we drop matt off to go get a lap child ticket we'll ask them what their
1: microwave (laughs) policy is oh my god
0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Courtney. And this week we travel to Nebraska to take revenge for Troy Edwards not winning the game he performed so well in.
2: To
1: finish what Troy Edwards started. Let's go.
2: His son's going to finish it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see if he has even a target in the game. He- but. <laughs>
2: He's Um, he's been waiting for this moment. Like that's true. He he has not gotten injured yet. Like everybody on the team's gotten injured. He has stayed safe. He has to stay safe for this moment. That's true. He's been biding his time. You know. I just
0: like the idea. He's sitting in the locker room like a week before the game, headphones in, staring off into nothing. Just teammates trying to talk to him and stuff, and just doesn't even pay attention because he's so in the zone. And he has been all week just so
1: locked in. Yeah. Yes. And, and, like, he's had this circled on his calendar since even before he transferred to Tech. Like, he's at junior college. He's at Hawaii. He's got this date circled, and he's like, I got to do everything I can to transfer to La Tech, get on the field. Again. He didn't look at other schools. No, because it's got to be La Tech, right? Yeah. Whoever else in Nebraska's Nebraska is playing, nor- Northern Illinois, whatever. They, if they played him last week. Who cares? No, he's not going there. It's got to be Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. He's got to break his dad's record, 405 receiving yards in a single game. <laughs> <laughs> Which is still the NCAA <laughs> record, mind you. And True Edwards, who has let's see how many catches he has in his career for how many yards. Um, not that many, I I believe. But uh let's see, stats. So far this year he has three catches for 14 <laughs> yards. But guess what? Hell yeah. This week really. in Lincoln, True Edwards, the spawn of Troy. <laughs> We'll have more than 405 yards. There's got to
0: be a science fiction book, right? The Spawn of Troy. Like That just sounds (laughs) like a good science fiction book. Anyway, this game, where hopefully it won't be fiction that Tech takes down the Cornhuskers, will be played at 2.40 Central Time at Lincoln, Nebraska, or broadcast on the Big Ten Network. A network I did not know existed. Hopefully, third time is the charm, as the programs have met twice before. First in 1998, the Troy Edwards game that we're hinting at, and I mean, more than hinting, I guess. (laughs) And then also in 2006, but both were
1: blowout losses
0: to Nebraska.
2: Well, you can't win them all, or you can't win them most if you're us in recent years.
1: Yeah, I mean, Nebraska is obviously not the best Power 5 team lately, but you know, still a power five team, really excited about, um, getting to see this, you know, environment, the big 10 environment, they had 87,000 people at their game last week against Northern Illinois. So, you know, we had not trouble finding tickets, but trouble finding a big enough block of tickets together, um, to where we're doing like weird stuff where we're skipping. Like we have three people in one row, four in the next row, three in the next row or whatever. Um, it yeah, kind so, of works
2: better so we're not reaching over each other to talk. Yeah, That's how I kind of prefer for big parties to sit.
1: Yeah, I like that personally. But yeah, I mean, we couldn't have really bought tickets in like a 10-ticket block um, without paying exorbitant prices. Yeah, right
0: now to do that, it would be $99 a seat to get a 10-ticket <laughs> nice. block.
2: And then yeah. obviously we have to. We also have to get a ticket for our 11th little, little estate person um leah so because they charge for lap children
1: <laughs> shout out leah shout out galleon our boy matt not here tonight here in spirit uh yeah. i guess he's going to record something later so yeah. but yeah i mean i'm really excited for this environment i think the guys will be too you know ready to go in and cause some uh some problems here on the road in nebraska
2: i will definitely cause problems in nebraska
0: Anyway, yeah, let's let's jump into this cornhusker team. Sound good? Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, I
2: knew you know, nothing about this team.
1: Yeah, me either, really. But so far on the season, they're one and two. They have defeated Northern Illinois this past week, and they lost pretty badly to Deion Sanders and Colorado, and then uh, barely lost to Minnesota. But that game was kind of that brutal was to watch. Wild. 13-10 uh, to 10 final there, uh, really exciting Big Ten football. So they're not great. They're in the first year of a new head coach in Matt Rule, um, who, as we discussed in our preview episode, is not historically is not great in his first year. He's won, I think, four games total as a college football head coach in his first year now at three different stops. So I don't know. I picked us to win in the offseason. season. don't know how much I believed it then. I don't know how much I believe it now, but we'll see as we discuss this game a little more um nathan what you got on their offense
2: wait hey real quick the one thing i do know is that two of their best running backs are out yeah i feel that's like all, we'll, that's all i, can I feel contribute. like we'll talk
1: about that
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny you mentioned their running backs too because they run the ball a lot possibly you know leading yeah. to their injury out of overuse the eighth most run heavy team in the country wow.
2: wow so their legs just fell off then right yeah pretty
0: much they're still running the upper bodies got left behind i think is that official cause of injury and they're they're okay at running the ball they're pretty good 5.1 yards per rush that's 30th nationally that's nothing to like sneeze at is that a thing shake a stick at i don't know uh but what they are they're good but not great i think is really what this would tell me i would kill for 5.1 yards per rush against the schedule that they've had so
1: far but against our defense that
0: number will probably go up yes nothing to scoff at is that it
1: Eh, I mean, I've heard people say sneeze at. I don't know. Okay.
0: Well, because untight. Because the passing offense leaves a bit to be desired. They're not awful by any means, but below average in most categories, including, you know, sacks, getting sacked, and interceptions, the number of interceptions they've thrown. So they will try to run the ball a lot, even with their top two guys out. When they pass, they'll be fine, not great, not terrible, but... It's the running offense that I'm scared of because it's our running defense that I'm mostly scared of.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've mentioned, y'all have briefly mentioned a couple times here, their top two running backs, Gabe Irvin Jr. and Anthony Grant are out for the season after their game against Northern Illinois. These were the top running backs of their, uh, of their team so far this year. And really nobody else, as far as a running back has had a lot of success. But what scares me the most about this offense is that their quarterback runs as well. And so we got a little bit of a taste of that early against SMU and early against North Texas, and we really didn't have a huge answer for it. But this guy, Henrik Harberg, Heinrich, Heinrich Harberg, I don't know. He had 24 passing attempts in their game against Northern Illinois and 21 rushing attempts <laughs> So they're gonna run this quarterback, and I don't believe that's their. I don't believe that's the quarterback that started the year for them. But yeah, that it was seems, Jeff
0: Sims, I believe, who yeah got pulled, I guess, after throwing one touchdown and four interceptions.
1: Yeah, but it it definitely seems like I mean whether it's Harburg or Sims, those are the number two and three running backs, or in terms of rushing yards on the team. So Gabe Irvin Jr. was number one with about 200 yards in three games. But Jeff Sims has 158 on 29 carries and Harburg has 115 on uh, 23 carries. So the quarterback is going to run. Can we stop it? That's kind of a different look from what we've seen. Half quarterback run, half pass. Like that's weird. So can we sort of scheme around that? Can our linebackers play fast enough to keep up with a running quarterback? That's going to be one of my three keys to victory for sure.
0: And I think I know the answer to it, but I'll save it for our predictions
1: at the end. For sure. Yeah.
0: And let's move over to the defensive side of the ball. Another, I guess not run heavy when you consider, when you talk about terminology, but they are a top five run
1: defense Ooh, in the nation. Boy, allowing they're number two. Number Jesus. two. Uh,
0: I think the data that I look at filters out FCS games. And so I think they're number okay. four in that. But still, uh, they only allow 1.7 yards per rush.
1: Yeah. 46.3 yards per game. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's rough, man. Especially when you consider that like we found most of our success on the ground and not through the air. So yeah.
2: Yeah. This is going to be, this is going to be rough.
1: Yeah. I mean the second overall rush defense or fourth, depending on what you're looking at, but, uh, the passing defense doesn't look great, I guess if that's any consolation.
0: By comparison, I think uh, they've gotten passed on a lot. So I think a lot of these numbers may be a little skewed in terms of like pass yards per games and things like that. The thing that I'm afraid of with this defense and the pass defense especially is the sacking. Uh, their sack percentage right now is 10.14, which means just over 10% of the time there's a quarterback drop back, you get sacked. One in 10. Um, so you think if Tech wants to pass the ball 40 times they're going to get sacked four of those times
1: mm. and that's only if we keep to their average and not like give them give up more right? extra
0: sacks yeah that's that's yeah. A 16th in the country by the way so that number will probably also go up this week if we don't figure some things out
1: yeah that's that's not great Yeah, I mean, looking at some of the advanced stats here, yeah, they kind of back up what you're saying about the rush defense and pass defense. I mean, on rushing plays, their defense adds .008 points per play. So that means every time the other team runs a run play, their defense adds like a one thousandth of a point, basically, or eight one thousandths of a point. So I don't know what our game plan is going to be as far as are we going to try to pass the ball, especially if like Jack Turner's there. I think we've seen that Coach Cumbie wants to establish the run. How long do we stick with that if it's not working? That's going to be a big question, too.
0: And then, I don't think that the polls or the computers or anyone has really been that optimistic about this game for tech. And I mean, that kind of tracks, at least for what we've seen so far. Massey gives tech an 8% chance to win this game, 35 to 13. ESP and FBI doubles those chances, giving tech a 16% chance to win. And Vegas favors Nebraska right now by 20, with an over-under of 47. So that's about a 34-13-ish to final score predicted.
2: I don't think we're going to only score 13. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Like, I don't know. I feel like if we have... If we at least bring a a little bit of what we saw in the fourth quarter in the UNT game with us, I think we can manage scoring more than like more than like you know two two scoring drives. Like, I don't know, maybe that's just me being overly optimistic.
1: Do you think Nebraska's defense is better than SMU's?
2: Because yes. SMU
1: allowed SMU allowed seven points that were not in garbage time against us.
2: Uh, that's fair. Um I don't know like I said I think I'm being overly optimistic but I do seem to be the one that's overly optimistic on this show.
0: Hmm. Yeah, you're taking my role from me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh I'm Let's sorry. Let's
0: go, go into our predictions. I know Evan and I kind of went through the offense and defense so Courtney do you want to go into your prediction first?
2: Um sure. I mean I think that Nebraska is going to win. I said that in the uh I said that in the preview. That's not changing especially cuz there hasn't been anything given to us to see it change. So I think it's going to be I think Nebraska is going to score like 45 and we're going to score like I don't know 20 45 to 20 for Nebraska.
1: Do you think Nebraska's offense is going to score 45 points? Yikes. Uh,
2: have you looked I, at our defense?
0: I was say, do you think our defense is going to allow 45 points? And that? I'd say, you know, I maybe
1: I don't think Nebraska's I don't think Nebraska's offense could score 45 points against a wet paper bag like a literal wet paper bag. They're not good. <laughs> like, they're they're this is not a good
0: Is it like blowing in the wind and getting people's faces
1: uh, look i don't know i just think nebraska would find a way to let the wet paper bag hold them to 30 points that's all i'm saying <laughs> okay uh, i guess, I guess I no guess further questions <laughs> yeah uh you know i don't know how the wet paper bag schemes <laughs> right I, I don't have advanced stats on the wet paper bag however it's um, a by i got power I-
2: I personally didn't think UNT was going to score as many points as they scored, but, you know. Well, their offense wasn't
1: bad. I thought our offense would score more points. That's why I predicted yeah. we would win 41-38. Although, if you recall, I did say I wasn't sure who would have 41 and who would have 38, and the final score was 40-37. to So maybe I'm a genius. I don't know. Yeah, I picked us to win this game um, to start the season. Like I said, I kind of just... You know, somebody, somebody on the Bleed Tech Blue post, somebody on the Go Tech Please Don't Die post had to be that guy to pick us to win um, the Power Five matchup, right? I mean, eventually it's going to happen again, right? Right?
2: Sure. I mean, it may be 20 years from now whenever uh, the conferences as we know them don't exist anymore and nothing matters. But like, yeah, it'll happen (laughs) eventually.
1: So let me tell you why we could win this game and then I'll tell you what I think is going to happen.
2: Go ahead. Get my hopes
1: up. Nobody knows anything about Jack Turner. They have about five minutes. Even Jack minutes. Turner. Yeah. It's weird. He Jack does nothing Turner, about himself. The inner machinations of Jack Turner's mind are an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: That sounds like a book title.
0: It's a SpongeBob reference. <laughs> yeah, it's but a SpongeBob yeah.
2: reference. <laughs> um, but – that too.
1: They have about what five minutes of tape on him from like real game action. He made some 50 50 throws that ended up being completed. He made a screen pass to, screen- to Smoke Harris that ended up being a touchdown. Like he's a bit of an unknown quantity. So, with him at quarterback, if he has to play because Hank Bachmeyer is hurt, I think we have a little bit of that unknown advantage. And so, if we play perfectly on defense, you know, we, we bend, but don't break. We force them to turn or uh, to field goals um, like we did against North Texas in that first half and give the offense a chance. I think that we could be in the game late and then we could, you know, make the play that we need to make at the right time to win a close like 20 to 17, 20 to 18, 25 to 24 type of game, right? With a, with a kick at the end to win it or a a block at the end. So that's how we could win the game, right? It's going to be ugly, But we have to play very, very sound football defensively. We have to stop them from scoring touchdowns, which they don't really score a lot of touchdowns from what Nathan has told us. They've they've scored eight in three games so far this season. Will we win? I don't think so. I think Hank Bachmeyer is probably going to start the game and the offense with him has relied way too much on the run against the number two run defense in the country for me to feel confident that we really have a shot in this game. If it was reversed and like their pass defense was number two and their run defense was number 97, I'd say, hell yeah, we got a shot. Because with Tyree Shelton carrying the rock um, like he's been carrying it last week, I think we would have a chance. But if they're going to shut down that run game, I just don't see us being able to get into a rhythm with the passing game that will lead to us winning. So I'm going to say we lose this one. I'm going to say it's like 24 to 7 24 to 10 I'll say 24 to 10 we have two scoring drives but we're not really able to put anything together consistently and uh you know the best the best stories that we have about this trip are you know the beers we had before game and the bsc cookies we drowned our sorrows in after the game
2: hey you know the the air it out game could work for us if uh you know maybe if they threw it to Cyrus Allen or uh Smoke Harris a, a, a little bit a little bit more more consistently maybe I don't know yeah
1: definitely get them the ball 20 times combined and I think we have a chance but if it's going to be like nine times like last week I mean in a game that we still almost won like get your best players the ball and your best players are Tyree Shelton Cyrus Allen and Smoke Harris get them the ball
2: yeah and I mean think about who you're playing and what their defense is like if they're weak against passing then Hank needs to stop taking so long and questioning about the double coverage and just make the pass I mean he just needs to
0: yeah, I'm kind of hoping that it's Jack Turner playing in this game. Not, be- I think that ha- Hank Bachmeyer is the better quarterback between the two, but I think we need the unknown to have a chance in this one. Yeah. This is not the game. True Edwards is not going to pop off for 400 yards, but you know who might? This is Smoke Harris. He's been quiet these past couple games after really blowing up. I say quiet. He's been solid, but he hasn't been. like I think the first game of the year against FIU, it was like the Smoke Harris show. And I think that this will be the smoke air show. I don't think he'll set any, you know, FBS records that will stand for 30 years, but <laughs> he'll he'll impress. He'll be the one that Nebraska remembers. Um, and I think he has at least one touchdown by himself. Uh, but I think there's a lot of times where we get into field goal range and can't quite punch it in for one reason or another. And I think that I have it being a 21 to 19 loss to Nebraska. Mm-hmm where they score three touchdowns and we score that one smoke. I, I think we have one smoke hairs touchdown and a handful of field goals to get us to 19. Um, and in a position to where we're there, we're excited, you know, things may happen. But until I see it, I don't think I've ever been to a road win for Tech where I wasn't part of the band at the time. So I just can't imagine Tech actually pulling this one off, even if I think it will be quite a bit closer than what Poles and uh, Vegas thinks it will be.
1: Yeah. Okay. So all three of us predicting a loss. I think. So Courtney, what was your score? Do you remember?
2: Forty-five to twenty.
1: Okay. So you think Nebraska covers? Nathan and I think that uh, that Tech will will beat the spread. Um, but I think we're both predicting under though, which is interesting. Um. So yeah. So here's the time to plug the contest. Right. Go. You think we're wrong? You think right? And you right, probably do. You, yeah. Do you? <laughs> to think, be clear. Do you think Nathan and I are right? Or that Courtney's right. I mean, who's gonna cover the spread? Who's gonna win outright? There's uh gtpdd.dog slash contest. Tell us we're wrong.
2: I may totally change my mind by the time I do the contest. So who knows? Yeah.
0: That's, yeah, you don't give away your answers. Yeah. She's actually competitive just throwing advantage. off
2: yeah,
1: she's throwing off the
0: I, set right
2: second, now. Or I'm tied in a five way or six way tie for second place right now. So shh, don't listen to me. I don't know anything.
1: Yeah, so uh
0: Matt wasn't able to make this due to you know being a parent and being a good dad and all those other Adulting. things. Yeah, so he recorded a little bit where he wants to make his prediction here. So we're going to play that real quick. We haven't heard it yet as we record this part, so we won't be able to react. But Matt was Matt's wrong. prediction.
3: Fuck Matt. He's wrong. Well, Nebraska, a state. It is a state. It is a state. And it's a state that we will all be inside of on Saturday, this Saturday. They're converging onto Kansas City and we're headed up to Lincoln for the big game. So it's just this super-duper run-heavy offense. And we've seen that that kind of got scorched a little bit by that sl- that quarterback for NSU who wasn't exactly a Usain Bolt. We're obviously going to have to game plan for it all week. So we'll see how they hold up. But I'm big on talent versus talent. And even though Nebraska hasn't been the Nebraska that people are used to for quite some time, uh, I think Sims... The quarterback for Nebraska is no. He he's fast and he's athletic. He's fast. He's fast. He's athletic. He's he's like, he's like six foot four, two twenty, and he's out there rushing around like crazy. So
0: it's him, and then it's also Heinrich Harburg, the other quarterback yeah, yeah, who ended up right. basically playing the complete game against Northern Illinois uh, through twenty four yeah. passes and rushed the ball twenty one times. He's six foot five, two fifteen.
3: Yeah, that's freakish. Kids it, that tall and are able to move around and be that agile. And it's not easy to tackle a six foot four, six foot five guy. So Harburg might be the guy now. And if, if he is, I, I, I really think that Nebraska is going to kind of run away with this pretty quickly. It's flashbacks of the NC state game. I think it was 13 when we went out to NC state and just got obliterated. Yeah. So how
0: do you see the game going? Maybe you have different answers depending on who starts a quarterback for us. But
3: Well, I've, I've alluded to it a couple of times throughout the conversation we've had here or really just me droning that <laughs> I don't see Tech winning. In no scenario do I have Tech winning. If Hank plays, if Hank or Jack plays, it really doesn't matter. I mean, it's hard for me to judge how well Jack will play whenever he hasn't had extended playing time. And of the little bit of extended playing time I've seen Hank play, it's been very... It hasn't been oh my god awful except that one throw he had the first week against FIU that was the worst throw I've seen in quite some time but it really doesn't matter who plays quarterback in my opinion what really matters is how the defense plays and we're talking about a defense that in a UNT episode that gave up 500 plus yards of total offense to UNT so it feels like a pivotal game for them and not so much for us although if Jack goes out there and has a great game then we can talk about that in the post game but. It feels like the, all, the, all the momentum and all the, the stories with Nebraska, and they've kind of got something to prove. So I, I've got the Cornhuskers winning this. I'll bring my Cornhuskers sweater just in case they do win so I can pretend to be a fan of theirs. Just kidding. But I've got them winning this. It almost has to be a blowout. It, it gets ugly quickly, kind of like SMU, and then they kind of let off the gas in the second half and just kind of let us fiddle fart around until the game ends. We get our money and we leave. By we, I mean athletic department gets the $1.5 million and Nebraska's playing, paying Tech to come up there and play. And we leave with, uh, oh, I'd say, I like think 42 to 14. Sounds about right. I think that Nebraska is just going to kind of run roughshod on this terrible Scott Power defense. And no pun intended there. Uh, but, yeah, really just run roughshod all over our guys. And it'll be frustrating. It'll be tough to watch in person. Uh, But the weather should be pretty good. Fun times will be had, at least between us and the stands. And uh, we'll just have to suck it up and go back at it next week.
2: That's going to be the reason why we get kicked out of the Nebraska game. No, I think it's going to be Leah.
1: She's the biggest fan of us all. Her first
0: word's going to be, fuck Nebraska.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Julia tells Matt he needs to get better friends.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so there is our Nebraska preview show. Uh, Time to enter the end of this show bit. Let's go to the tweet of the week. Um, I saw this one, you know, right after the game. Uh, We were all very upset. Evan, you even tweeted from the account, I'm mad. Yep. And uh, I almost went with uh, the Talrax response to it that said, hi, mad. I'm Rack, which,
3: (laughs) you know, is
0: what we would do in that moment. But instead, I, I picked one that felt a little, not quite optimistic, but, very fitting as a Tech fan. It's very short. Evan, do you want to read it?
1: Yeah, so this week's Tweet of the Week goes to at Parhesia19. Um, my boy, Garrett Williams, he was in BOP with us. Um, he says, uh, in response to my I'm mad tweet, he says, if it was easy, everyone would be a Louisiana Tech fan, which is true. I mean, it is hard. It's hard out here for us La Tech fans, man.
2: It's hard to be humble, and it's also hard hard to be losers too.
1: What's the opposite of humility? Embarrassment. But it's like hard to be humble is like false humility, so what's the opposite of false humility? Actual false humility. False pride? Yeah, I guess
0: actual <laughs> humility. It's it's easy to suck. Um yeah, the it was a rough week as a tech fan watching that. Uh hopefully this week will not be quite as bad if only because we have lower expectations, but going into conference pl- or reemerging into conference play, uh, starting the week after you know hopefully things you know turn around i'm trying to turn this into an optimistic note to end the show on but we did just lose in a nail biter after falling behind and coming back and recovering an onside kick and now we're playing a big 10 school
1: here i've i've got something for you there's some other sports going on right now um and not all of it's positive news unfortunately Um, uh, we got volleyball uh volleyball so far the season's five and seven this past week they beat southern they lost northwestern state and they lost to southeastern so we'll move off that real fast then we have the <laughs> bulldog soccer team aka the former lady Texas soccer team uh they dropped their season opener conference season opener to new mexico state uh giving up three goals in the second half to lose four to three but i promised some positive news here and i do have it the LaTeX tennis team who we talked about last season in the spring they picked up 15 wins in their three-day opening tournament here in the fall in the Diving Eagle Invitational. Uh,
0: Apparently hosted by North Texas, who were the Eagles at one point, but I don't know what a... The Diving it, a Diving Eagles?
1: Eagle? I, I guess. Uh, in
0: tennis?
2: Oh, that makes more sense. I thought you said Dying Eagle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> caw uh, That's funny.
0: Anyway, that about wraps it up for this episode of the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter. As always, doesn't sound right anymore because it may shut down any day now. At (laughs) G-O-T-E-C-H-P-L-S-D-N-T-D-I-E.
1: No, we don't acknowledge that.
0: (laughs) I think (laughs) the the show notes on the podcast say follow us on the social media formerly known as Twitter. But (laughs) that's as far in that direction as I'm willing to go g-o-t-e-c-h-p-l-s-d-n-t-d-i-e or follow us on threads or instagram which we don't post to a lot right now but without Twitter's heading, you never know that's gtpdd.dog or head to the website gtpdd.dog where you can do this week's contest like we hinted at earlier or you can buy this month's shirt of the month 1973 national champion shirt Talked about it last episode. You should get it this episode if you haven't already. I give you a whole day to think about it. And if you're still thinking about it, go get it now. GTPDD.DOG/SHOP. And then also, after the Nebraska game, if you want to leave us a voicemail, because I always forget this part while we're doing the actual recording. uh, We tweet out that number uh, after the game. But just in case you want to hear it first, or hear it here, that way you can enter it into your phone, save it as a contact you know, uh, put it in your favorites just so that you uh, you know exactly where to dial. This is not me stalling while I look it up. It's 9494-DNT-DIE or nine four nine four three six eight three four three. Leave us a voicemail. We may play it on the recap show. Anyway, until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Courtney. And go tech. Please don't die. we talked about getting a bunch of the crumble brown sugar cinnamon
2: pop tart cookies hold on no it started off as natty lights
0: of course as it always does as any good night does does. (laughs) it starts with natty lights
2: and then it progressed to the brown cinnamon sugar crumble cookies because as one does as one does when Crumble announces brown sugar cookies.
1: Yeah, exactly. The fact that those cookies are here this week, and the fact that we're going to be in Nebraska all together, I think pretty much means we're going to win and eat nineteen BSC <laughs> Crumble cookies at fi- at the fifty yard line after we storm the field. <laughs> um, if you need
2: us, we will all also be in the hospital afterwards because we will be in diabetic comas
0: after we leave
1: jail because storming the field
2: with
0: <laughs> nine people yes, is not really nine storming the field. I
1: didn't know way game.